good morning. Welcome to our weekly podcast, Tea Time with Tommy, where we take a few minutes, share a cup of tea together, and we are hopefully able to gain some encouragement as we look at different scriptures and devotional thoughts. Today's podcast is brought to you by Hot Masala Tea. A traditional drink in India, masala tea is a great way to start off your day. It's a type of chai, the Hindi word for tea, made from black tea with the addition of milk and spices. Common spices used are cinnamon, clove, and nutmeg, though other spices may also be used. This popular drink has a delicious flavor and is easy to make just to your liking. Add as much milk and your choice of spices to get the taste you want. So sit back with your cup of tea and let's relax together for a few minutes as we see where this week's podcast will take us. A warm teacup welcome to all those who are joining in with us today. I certainly hope that you have been enjoying our time together of drawing encouragement as we have learned a little bit more about some of the names of our Lord. This has already been such a rewarding time for me in my personal Bible study. And I think I've already mentioned that when we began, I was looking forward to preaching a sermon series on the names of God at some point. And through all of this study, Uh, on his names that I have now identified and I will have a 12-week sermon series on the names of God. And of course, I've already started preparing some of that and researched galore, which has also opened up the door in studying for the names of God that he has been leading me to use for our encouragement in these podcasts. And today, we're going to look again into the book of Psalms. Looking back, I realized that The way it's worked out, we've gone to Deuteronomy, to Psalms, back to Deuteronomy, and now again, back to Psalms. I wonder what the Lord might be trying to say in something small like that. Hmm. But moving on, today, we'll meet God, my King, Eli Malachi, adding to our list of Elohim Chayim, the living God, El Hayai, the God of my life, and last week, El Imuna, the faithful God. Eli Melaki, God my King. Before we dive in, though, let's first talk about a queen. Let's look at the Queen of England for a minute. The Queen of England is a very prestigious figure. In many ways, and to many people, she kind of looms even larger than life. I mean, she even has her own palace. But there's one problem. The queen actually has no power. She looks very prestigious, and she looks like she might be one of the most powerful women in the world, but did you know that she can't even vote? She has no veto authority. Truly, her position in the country is more one of courtesy and something to be viewed than something that's practical and able to be used. What England does to the queen, ask ourselves, are we doing this to the king of the universe? Eli Malachi. We give him verbal recognition. We encase him in beautiful palaces that we call churches. We've got people coming to pay homage to him on Sunday mornings, But when it comes to decision-making, when it comes to the veto power, when it comes to the key vote, do we still need him? Do we still use him? 
Do we acknowledge His position without giving Him credit for all the power, for all the glory that accompanies it? I would ask you this question today. What reigns as king in your life? When Jesus Christ was born over 2,000 years ago, He was born in those swaddling clothes and He was laid in that manger, but He was born the King of all glory. He became flesh upon the earth. And that child would grow up and He would show through all of the miracles, through all of the teachings, He was no doubt Messiah, Israel's God, Israel's King, Israel's Savior, the Savior of the world. Around age 33, the King of Kings would lovingly die on that cruel cross for the sins of mankind. But long before the birth of Christ, King David wrote in a psalm in which he said that God was his King. Eli Malachi, God my King. Here in the heart of David, we find the secret to his remarkable life. This man who was a king of men, but he had a king of his own. He rarely considered himself the true ruler of Israel. In those rare moments when he did, we all know how they ended. Disaster. But he rather considered God the ruler, the decision maker, the defender, the justice the serving king of Israel. Today, I hope you've got your Bibles. I want you to open them to Psalm 68 for just a couple of minutes. And we're going to draw encouragement and be reminded and reassured of knowing Eli Malachi. Psalm 68 is a wonderful psalm in itself. It's a little lengthy. I wish we had time to cover the whole thing. The glory of God in His goodness to Israel is the subheading. But it's a prayer about the removal of the ark and its journey. So I'm going to look at just four verses beginning in Psalm 68, 24 through 27. Read with me. They have seen your procession, O God. The procession of Eli Malachi, God my King, into the sanctuary. The singers went before, the players on instruments followed after. Among them were the maidens playing timbrels. Bless God in the congregations, the Lord from the fountain of Israel. There is little Benjamin, their leader, the princes of Judah and their company, the princes of Zebulun and the princes of Naphtali. The verses we started reading in 24 begins with the procession of God my King, Eli Malachi, into the sanctuary. After the great triumph over their enemies, David and Israel were now able to bring the Ark of the Covenant into its resting place in Jerusalem. And we read about that in 2 Samuel 6. But I want you to take special note. This was not a parade for David. This was not a parade for the victories. This was not a parade for the soldiers. But this was your procession, Eli Malachi. Your procession, O God, my King. All the honor was being directed completely to God 
Almighty. As the ark, the throne of the invisible God, leads the procession up to its resting place, its progress is a victory march completing the exodus. Those are the words that Kenner shared with us in his commentary on this passage. A victory march, but honor to God my King. God our King. But what I actually want us to look at for just a second is a little something different, and if we're not careful, we could overlook it. In verse 27, it reads, There is little Benjamin, their leader. In the procession of the ark, the small tribe of Benjamin has been given such a prominent role. Now, for those who might not remember or not even know, this in itself was showing what grace King David was imparting because his predecessor, King Saul, was from the tribe of Benjamin. Actually, many kings of David's day would refuse to give any honor at all to the tribe of Benjamin. Little Benjamin. Now, it's referred to perhaps little, partly uh, because it was maybe the youngest, because it was descended from Jacob's youngest son, Benjamin, obviously. But I think probably, uh, more importantly, it was because it had been so diminished that it had almost become extinguished under the judges. Note, little Benjamin, small, young weakened, beaten down, but chosen to be put in a place of honor in leading the procession. Reduced in numbers, but having that place of honor. Deuteronomy 33, 12. And of Benjamin, he said, The beloved of the Lord shall dwell in safety by him, and the Lord shall cover him all the day long, and he shall dwell between his shoulders, the tribe of Benjamin. Little Benjamin, Jacob's darling, was now the tribe made to march first in that procession to dwell nearest to the holy place. For you and I today, I want us to remember this. God doesn't see the way the world sees because God is looking to our heart. God saw the warrior that was inside of Benjamin. Even though outwardly, others saw the person Benjamin as the youngest son. They saw the tribe as the smallest one. None of that mattered because what matters is what God saw. And it was so much more. Take renewed encouragement today. God always sees more in us than we could ever possibly see or even understand in ourselves. If we will allow him to be Eli Malachi, God my king, if we'll allow him to rule in our hearts, in our minds, in our everyday lives, I assure you, we will not be able to count the blessings. I looked up the definition of king. Now, it's given four separate sentences broken down into those lines. But my favorite was when I found uh, the children's definition. 
A person or thing that is better or more important than all others. A person more important than all others. The question was, what reigns as king in your life? I wonder, can you proclaim to the world, to your family, to those you come in contact with, Eli Malachi? King David knew, like few other men, all of the limitations of being an earthly king. He understood what it was like to allow the world to invade your relationship with the king. He knew that he was not, nor could he ever be enough truly for his people. So what did he do? He told them over and over again where to go each time he would fail. He led Israel to their king, to the king, to God the king. He led the processions to the house of God. He chose those others who saw as weak and wounded to be in the front, to take the place of honor, leading to the one who meets all needs, leading to the source of Israel's life, the source of our lives. Is he and are we leading others to Eli, Malachi, God, our King? Thank you so much for joining us on this week's podcast. Eli Malachi, God my King. Who reigns as king in your life? Who or what is more important than all others? Is it your job, your status, your sense of financial security? Is it you? Are you treating the God of the universe with verbal honor and praise, but rejecting his authority and power in your life? Our God is not simply a king. He is the king. And even more encouragingly, he is our king. In the procession of your life, who is being honored and where is it leading others who follow? In Psalm 68, we see David's procession honoring God and leading others to the house of worship of the true king. May ours be the same. Eli Malachi, what a beautiful name it is. We look forward to spending time with you next week, but until then, may your cup overflow with his blessings.